What's up, everybody? Man, it's been way, way too long. Um, I got no good excuse other than just, I just haven't put together any content. Uh, but anyway, uh, today I'm going to, uh, I got a topic that I think I'm excited to talk about, but I really... I'm not 100% positive that I've completely articulated all of my thoughts on it, but uh, I'm just going to go with it and see see what happens. Um, so as you can tell by the title of the this episode, um, I'm going to talk about loneliness today uh, and just kind of, you know, some of my thoughts on it and then share my story and hopefully tie the two together. Um, so yeah, let's just get started. So loneliness by definition is sadness because one has no friends or company. You know, <clears throat> when I first looked up this definition, um, it actually kind of surprised me. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what I thought the definition was, but I don't know, for some reason, just that, you know, sadness because one has no friends or fam, no friends or company. That, uh, that just surprised me. But as I, as I reread it and reread it and just kind of try to dissect it a little bit, it really does make sense. And if we could keep it that simple, I think, we would uh, we would be a lot better off and and maybe not having those that feeling of loneliness. Um, so it, it kind of makes me think about just in general, you know, not just with loneliness, but with a lot of different feelings. You know, when when you look up the de- definition of a feeling that you have. I think sometimes we've changed what the the word or the feeling means to us, right? We've 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 made it what's the word? We've we've made it fit us. We've molded it to what we want the definition to be. And uh I think we do that through a couple of different things um one is maybe you know we um maybe it's just an exaggeration of how we're actually feeling like for instance in this in this scenario instead of loneliness maybe we just um what we want to say is i wish i could spend more times with friends you know or i wish i could have company around more often but instead of saying that we say i'm lonely and and i actually think that our you know maybe this is part of the the science and i actually don't know exactly what the science is but just that we don't use a certain percentage of our brains right but i think that our minds know a lot more than than we know than we think it knows 
And in that, I think that we, our minds know what words mean without us knowing that it knows. <laughs> I, I know that's like a very, very possibly confusing sentence, but what I mean is like our subconscious knows what the word loneliness means, but then our conscious mind kind of, it, it just tweaks it, right? It exaggerates it and then it, it just makes it fit how they're feeling, um, how we're feeling, how, how, yeah. And so by doing that now, now our definition of loneliness is different than what it actually should be. And that kind of leads to, to the next thought that I'm, that I'm having. And that is, um, our, we, we have a blueprint for happiness and we have a blue blueprint for sadness. And within both of those is a lot of different values, a lot of different things that contribute to our happiness and that contribute to our sadness. Right. And so obviously loneliness would, would be one that contributes to our sadness. And we, the way we create our blueprints is, is honestly, just to put it blunt, is stupid, right? <laughs> we overcomplicate and we... So when, when we're creating, when we create our blueprint for happiness or, yeah, for happiness, for instance, we make it incredibly difficult to to be happy fully, to be completely happy. And then our blueprint for sadness, we tend to make that extremely easy to reach, to construct, right? Um, and just a, a quick little explanation of this is like, when, so for loneliness, right? Loneliness is, is uh, a value or something that contributes to our sadness. And so for instance, our loneliness could be, you know, either it could be, um, I called my friend and they didn't answer. So now I feel lonely or I went to the store today and nobody talked to me or Nobody ever calls me. I always have to call them first or reach out to them first, right? And so all of those things are very capable of happening, right? You call a friend and they don't answer. They could be busy. They could be doing something else. It could be a number of things. But if that happens, our blueprint says that we'll feel lonely. Um, you could go to the store and not have a conversation with anybody because maybe – Everybody there is probably in the same state of mind as you are, right? They don't want to go. They're not, they don't feel outgoing. They don't want to strike up a conversation or, or say hi. Um, so very, very high possibility of that happening. Or um, 
I always have to be the first one to reach out. Like that's very possible too, right? And so all of those things are very easy to happen. But then not only that, in between each of those um, those scenarios, we place the word or, right? So I call a friend, they didn't pick up. Or I go to the store and nobody talks to me. Or I'm always the first one that has to reach out. And so that tells our mind that any one, any one of those three things can happen and we will feel lonely, right? We're on the other side for happiness, say, um, the opposite of loneliness is, is maybe um, connected, right? And in order for us to feel connected, we can just use those same scenarios. In order for us to feel connected, if I call a friend, they, they have to pick up. And if I go to the store, I have to have at least one conversation with somebody. And I can't always be the first one to reach out. Somebody else needs to reach out to me, right? And so just like, just like when we were talking about loneliness, how easy the phrasing was, how difficult is the phrasing of our blueprint for being connected? And then the, the most important thing is, is that instead of saying or, we're saying and in between each scenario. And so what that's telling our mind is that all three of those things need to happen in order for us to feel connected. And so that's a, a really like exaggerated Possibly, sometimes, not all the time, but um, I think you'd be surprised if you actually broke down and, and tried to map out your blueprint, which um, maybe I'll do like a, a YouTube video in the future or something and, and just do a, an exercise to, to show this. But it, it blows your mind. The, the time that I did this, it really like... I just was staring at my blueprint thinking how stupid I was. But, and, and I know I'm not alone in that, right? Like, that's just the way we, we are. We've been, we've been raised to do this or we've been taught, we've, been, we've learned this through time. So anyways, um, yeah. And so because of that, um, I, I asked a question and I'm sorry, I might've already went over this, but it makes me wonder like, what is your definition or let me, let me actually just phrase it like this. Here's a challenge. Think about what your definition and what your expectations are for friendship and maybe try to create that blueprint, right? Write down the word friendship and write down the things that that have to happen, absolutely have to happen in order for you to feel like you have a, a friendship. All right. Um, and then, so just with that, I, I, that's kind of a, a really fast, rapid fire. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a training or a learning or whatever, but uh, I'm going to just share a story of, a time that I experienced loneliness at a max level. 
a maximum level of loneliness. Um, so this was the this was maybe a month after my separation with my ex-wife. Um, I had I'm, I'd already moved out. I was living in in a uh, little basement apartment by myself, um, and I had experienced a little bit of loneliness here and there. But I kind of just you know I, I really just thought it was more sadness because my life was was different than what I wanted it to be. But uh, there was this this couple that had moved into town and they started a suicide support group. And I went to the first, um, the first gathering of this suicide support group. And it was such a good feeling. It was so... It felt so good to be there. It was something I felt like this community really need needed. Um, I was excited to watch to to watch the the numbers grow, watch the headcount grow because I know that there's so many people here in this this little community that has experienced suicide. And uh, I just remember I was just on a high. I was just really excited. Felt so good. And I was headed home. I was headed back to my house and. I got about halfway home and I just broke down like massive. I had to pull off the road because I was crying so hard. I couldn't, I couldn't drive anymore. And so I, w- I had reconnected with an old friend. Um, she lived in California, so it was, I, I could only call her or text her. And I think I tried to text her before I pulled off the road, but then I pulled off the road and I, I tried to call her. And for whatever reason, she, she wasn't able to pick up. And so I, I was just, it just added to it. It added to my feeling. And so I did something that, I, I mean, at the time it wasn't really a, a stupid decision, but looking back, like, I think it was just a recipe for disaster. But I, I called my ex-wife I either called her, no, I, I definitely called her, and she picked up. And as soon as I heard her voice, this feeling of loneliness just went, it just evaporated. It just went away completely. And I don't know how long we talked, or I, I don't even know if we talked. I might have just said, sorry, I didn't mean, I can't remember. Honestly, I cannot remember. But anyways, I get home and all I could think about was how there was one person in this world that could take away this feeling of loneliness and I wasn't able to be with her. I wasn't able to have her in my life is the story that I was telling myself, right? And so that is the day, the moment, the time that it was a rapid descent of depression that led me to the moment where I mentally killed myself. And I, I hadn't really thought about that, that moment until I think it was like a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago. I was, I was at work having a discussion with somebody and, and this loneliness came up and I just remembered that and it it 
I remembered like that was the defining moment was when I told myself that the one person that could take away my loneliness, I wasn't able to be with. And so the reason I share that story is because I, I want to talk about my blueprint, right? I want to talk about the blueprint that I had created at that time. And it was as complicated and difficult as it could be. You know, the, the scenario I shared earlier where I gave three, three situations and in between all three situations there was or, or there was the word or, right? Well, for my blueprint, in order for me not to feel lonely, it was one thing in order for me to not feel lonely and in order for me to feel lonely. So in order for me to feel lonely was that I couldn't be with my ex-wife, period. That was it. And then in order for me not to feel lonely was I needed to be with my ex-wife. So that blueprint obviously was not healthy. That was not, I mean, there was no way I was going to win, right? There was no way I was, I was going to not feel lonely. I had plenty of friends around me. I, I had friends at work. I had a, my boss at work that loved me, that just completely supported me through this, this entire time of my life. But in that moment, none of that mattered. None of it. My mom didn't matter, my sister, my niece, my nephew, all of my closest friends, none of that mattered because I couldn't be with my ex. And I allowed that, that belief to just consume everything, consume all of everything. It consumed my recipe for happiness. It consumed my recipe for sadness. I was lonely and I was sad and I didn't want to live anymore. Um, and so, you know, since then I, I've definitely changed my blueprint. Um, and, and I, I always say this, it, it's not like a, just something that you just write down and it's different, but one thing that you can start to do, right. It, it goes back to expectations. You know, the, the challenge I, I threw out just a, a bit ago was, what is your definition and your expectations for, for friendship? And if you can look at those and try to eliminate anything that puts power in other people's hands, right? Anytime we give that power away, it, it, it makes it difficult. And I'm not stupid. I know that that's just not completely ideal. Um, but, but maybe just try to change the language that you use because that is, and that's one of the most powerful things I've learned is the, the, the way you say things, right? My mom used to always teach me, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And that is so true, especially when, when we're talking to ourselves, but even more when we're evaluating our blueprint. Right, so try to eliminate anything that that allows other people to control, and then the the next thing is change the the ors to ands. 
on your sadness blueprint. Instead of saying this or this or this can happen, make it compounding, right? Make it something that it takes several different things in order for you to feel sadness or in order for you to feel loneliness, in order for you to feel anger, in order for you to feel upset, right? Make it something that it takes three to five things in order for you to feel that feeling. And then on the other side, on the happiness side, change the ands to ors, right? Make it one thing, just one thing. But again, the the most important part there is, is don't use words, don't phrase it in a way that gives control, gives power to other people. All right. Um, and then just the last thought I have, uh, this all, this all really connects, connects to the infinity cycle, the infinite cycle, right? If you guys haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. Cause I, I don't really want to explain it again, but but I, I will just briefly, and so if you know what I'm talking about, this will make sense to you. But if if my perception is, and, and I'm looking at my blueprint, right? My perception is I need my ex in order not to feel lonely. But let's just not even put that in there. I need my ex in my life. Or I need to be with my ex, right? But reality is that I can't. Okay, so in that set, in that exact moment, I fall into the infinite cycle, right? And then I go through the the back and forth of emotions, and then I go to the distraction. And until I change my perception to align with reality, I'm going to continue to be in this infinite cycle. And so, in order for me to change that perception, I really just need to change the blueprint. Right, I really just need to change the the words. I need to change what it is that I'm saying to myself that's allowing me to believe the belief that I have, that's allowing me to believe that I am lonely. I need to change what it takes for me to believe that. All right, so that was... Um, I know that was rapid fire, uh, so maybe listen to it a couple times. Um, I don't even know what the hell I just said, to be honest. Um, no, I'm just joking. I This is something that I, I've been pondering for, like I said, I, I had this conversation with somebody at work, and since then I'm like, okay, that needs to be an episode. And, and I've been just been subconsciously just brainstorming my thoughts on it. Anyways... Um, maybe, maybe just the last, last challenge is what's, what's your definition of loneliness and how is that definition? How, how is your blueprint creating the words for that definition? You know, maybe just some food for thought there, but, um, and, and one of the reasons that I, I definitely wanted to make this a an episode is because loneliness is a dark place. It truly is. Um, you know, in my gatekeeper series, I think it was part eight. I, I can't remember right now, but, uh, I, I go through the city of loneliness and, and then 
the next part that I write where it's my suicide letter. Um, I, I put in there, you know, I, I couldn't go through the, the city of loneliness again. And, and that's the truth. Um, I don't ever want to feel that way again. I don't ever want to feel that, that intenseness of loneliness that I, that I had felt. And because of that, I've changed my expectations. I've changed my definition. I've changed my blueprint. And if you want some advice, some help, whatever it is that I can offer, reach out. Let's see if I can, if I can help paint a, a different or just help paint the picture, right? That's something that um, I've learned over the, the last few years with some of the mentors and the opportunities I've had is that I just need somebody to help me paint the picture sometimes because I'm, I'm just in my own way and I can't see it. And so maybe that'll help, maybe not. But at any time, if, if anybody out there listening just needs some somebody to listen to, to them, somebody to talk to, reach out. All right. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I love you guys and we'll talk to you later.